The Honor and Remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country, and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777 or visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all. New Don't Be an Amateur Silicon Shot Glasses. They're virtually indestructible, perfect for picnics, camping, and tailgating. Doubles as a wine stopper. Plus, they're dishwasher and microwave safe, odor-free and non-toxic. Buy three and get your fourth shot glass free. These one-and-a-half-ounce shot glasses are available in classic red, classic blue, and turquoise pink yellow tie-dye blend. Go to lucyantini.com shop and order your Don't Be an Amateur Shot Glasses today. Let's all shut up, please. Warning. The podcast you are about to hear is often based on true events and people. It chronicles the dialogue and actions of random, anonymous, obnoxious, self-entitled, unintelligent, self-centered idiots, attention whores, ignoramuses, dolts, clods, nimrods, douches, weirdos, drama queens, overly sensitive crybabies, and people who think they are better, more important, and special than the rest of us. In one word, amateurs. It's Amateur Nation with Lou Santini. How is it you always have something funny to say? Because I'm a comedian. Yeah, we call attention to and call out the amateurs. The people who are doing life wrong. The speed bumps of life. The people that are in your way every day. The unintelligent, obnoxious, attention-whoring, self-entitled drama queen victim types who chip away at the moments of your life due to no self-awareness, common sense, manners, or social skills. And are disturbing. The flow of the pros. Hi, Mom. Oh, hey, Lou. Amateur Nation. It's not just a podcast. It's a movement. And this is episode 261. America may not be communist, but communism is here. On today's episode, President Coloring Book and his wonderful world of make-believe. This week in the illegal alien invasion and misogyny. Kryptonite for amateurs. Then some guilt-free snacking on a la carte. Then three things that are done right. On three pro things. As always, shouts out to Pro Nation first. Shouts out to Alexis Burmeister and Vibrantos on SoundCloud. B. Duke, Standing for Freedom, Rose Jesse and Alex S. Gabor on Truth Social. And YH7, Bowman22, Aaron Hasty, Dan Smith, Neil Hamilton, Rick Nimrod, Mark Malfara, Jonathan Castillo, Anthony Conso, Mary Rowe, Houston Latham, Mickey Reeves, Rosie Tran, Stephen Horscroft, Gene Smith, Mr. M, William Carver, and Greg Jones, Nicole Tucker, Rodney Bankston, Randall Gordon, Jennifer Diane Payne, Troy Green, USA, BMX, Leah M1225, and Gary Howley, Checking me out on Instagram. You can do the same at lou.santini3. Your pro post of the week, found everywhere by the late, great, hilarious comedian Norm MacDonald, talking about the absolutely misnamed government-staged distraction, the insurrection of January 6th. He said this, (laughs) I loved when the violent terrorists made sure to respect the velvet ropes 
in Statuary Hall. Here's what's happening in Amateur Nation. Now dig this. Step one. Topic number Topic one. Topic number, number one. President Coloring Book. People want to kill him. What can I say here that hasn't been said before in this show and all over social media and other podcasts and even mainstream news? Worst president ever. Without hyperbole, a national world embarrassment. Corrupt, crooked, senile. Here's Mr. 81 Million Votes speaking about an opponent that, by all counts, he should not even be worried about, right? I mean, they're trying to get his arch enemy taken off the ballot. If he's so bad, why can't the rest of, sorry, the majority of Americans see that? And if you got your 81 million votes last time, considering the kick-ass job of building back better you're doing currently, why even worry? Choice is clear. I'm going to stop you right there. Donald Trump's campaign is about him, not America, not you. Is that why his slogan is, make America great again? Is that why Trump attracts tens and hundreds of thousands of people to his rallies and I have more people at a standard comedy club performance than you do, Joe? Donald Trump's campaign is obsessed with the past. A, because the past was better than anything you've done since the second you were handed the presidency. Trump's worst day is a thousand times better than your best day, which for you is a day in which you've only soiled yourself twice and sniffed a child while taking a bribe. Even I think that's kind of cruel. I'm not wrong. And B, Trump talks about the good things under his presidency, which were in the past, but also he devotes plenty of time calling out your federal crimes while also talking about what he plans on doing in the future. And maybe, just maybe, Trump is obsessed with your past so as not to let history repeat itself ever again. He's willing to sacrifice our democracy. Oh, well, you said some words, so I guess it's true now. Well, he's an asshole, that's what. So what? It's his age. Dude, you're reaching. Actually, you're just saying words and lying. That man is a nut job. Put himself in power. You didn't really just say that, did you? Last time I checked, a president can't put himself in power. Oh, yeah, that's right. That did happen. I'll be back. You can't keep the Democrats out of the White House forever. And when they get in, I'm back on the streets with all my criminal buddies. Our campaign is different. Yes, it's funded by George Soros and Klaus Schwab, Big Tech, BlackRock, and Big Pharma. Oh, and it's rigged. No shit. For me and Kamala, our campaign is about America. It's about you. It's about every age and background that occupy this country. Except the middle class, the elderly, veterans, white people, Christians, and law-abiding citizens. Wait a minute. You're being sarcastic. It's about the future. We're going to continue to build together. Together? So I can come over and help? And our campaign is about preserving and strengthening our American democracy. Why did you say it like that? Our democracy? As in yours? The current administration's version of democracy? All right, first of all, America is a republic. It's in that, uh, what, do you, what do you call it, the, 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 the thing, uh, the Pre- Pledge of Allegiance, and to the republic for which it stands. And second of all, by definition, American democracy is everyone's democracy and should literally be the same for all citizens. You know, the Constitution, justice for all. Three years ago tomorrow, we saw with our own eyes 
the violent mob stormed the United States Capitol. No, we saw a staged distraction from a stolen election while Washington police let unarmed people in all at once. I do remember something about riots. Uh, What was it? This from Upward News on Instagram. A chart comparing January 6th with the 500-plus staged, funded BLM riots. January 6th lasted a couple hours. BLM riots, seven months. January 6th, no murders, unless you count Ashley Babbitt, which I do. BLM, 20-plus murders. January 6th, no small businesses destroyed. BLM, hundreds. January 6th, one federal building damaged. BLM, 150-plus federal buildings damaged. January 6th, $1.5 million damage. BLM, $1 to $2 billion. January 6th, 140 officers assaulted. BLM, 2037. But wait, President Coloring Book has more info regarding those police officers that were assaulted. Did you know several imaginary police officers died on January 6th? Remember hearing about that and seeing that on the news? Me neither. Over 140 police officers were injured. Jill and I attended the funeral of police officers who died as a result of the events of that day. Because because of Donald Trump's lies, they died because these lies brought a mob to Washington. Wrong! That's wrong! Question. When did this administration start giving a shit about police officers, and law and order for that matter? As long as we're dissecting the dumbest, most corrupt president of all time... Name me a single objective we've ever set out to accomplish that we've failed on. Name me one in all of our history. Not one. I'm not quite sure how something that's just a little tiny prick can be so powerful. Okay, I can name several. The border. Inflation, the EV hoax, energy independence, censorship, fake meat, the pandemic, the untested gene experiment hoax, the U.S. economy, jobs, gas prices, food prices, the Ukraine money laundering scheme, Iran, the Afghanistan pullout debacle, allegiance to China, defunding police, crime, homelessness, ignoring our veterans, human biology, voter security, critical race theory, sexualization of children, indoctrination of children in schools, controlling the media. What? Oh, I thought this was a list of accomplishments on which the Biden administration succeeded. My bad. We're done with this jackass festival. In Tell Us Something That We Already Didn't Know But Biden's Government Covered It Up News, turns out Officer Byrd lied on the radio after firing and ultimately killing Ashley Babbitt, saying... We got shots fired in the lobby. We got shots fired in the lobby of the White House chamber. Shots are being fired at us, and we're uh, prepared to fire back at them. We have guns drawn. So when's the murder trial? For those of you who are still in denial and call January 6th an insurrection, there were literally no armed citizens, and no shots were fired. Maybe Officer Byrd had one of those new Alec Baldwin guns. I didn't do anything wrong. Guns don't kill people. The government does. This just in. 
Upward News reports that a congressional investigation into the events on January 6th that was not an insurrection reveals that the FBI had around 200 undercover assets inside and outside the building, according to Louisiana Representative Clay Higgins. He asserts that these traitors, I mean assets, were embedded into groups entering the Capitol dressed as Trump supporters and coordinated with local law enforcement. If the United States government did it, I'm sure they had a good reason. Yes, to distract us from the stolen, rigged election. It literally is the greatest crime committed in U.S. history. Both the stolen election and the staged cover-up. America may not be communist, but communism is here. And now this. And now for step two. Topic number two. It's time for This Week in the Illegal Alien Invasion. Welcome to California. Check your junk at the border. California State Health Insurance is now going to cover sex changes for illegal immigrants. Now you're just trying to piss me off. I'm sure the first thought of an MS-13 gangbanger or poverty-stricken illegal alien after walking hundreds or maybe thousands of miles to enter America illegally is, I made it. Time to get my junk cut off. I used to have a penis. In New York City, illegal aliens, and yes, a human can be illegal, amateur nation, don't agree? Come home and find a stranger in your house. I'm betting you call the cops. Now multiply that by millions, and instead of your house, it's America. I know, you don't care, because it's not your house. Anyway, these drains on society are lining up by the thousands to get free taxpayer-funded housing in New York. I really don't understand what is happening. Oh, it's simple. President Coloring Book and his band of commies are allowing an invasion into the most populated states to kill the real estate markets, move tax-paying citizens out so they can come in, clean house, and start making their beloved 15-minute cities. The concern is that people are coming in faster than we've normally seen. It's yet to be seen how much that will cost. What I can tell you is that the crisis up to this point has cost $3 billion. And as more people come, the cost continues to go up. The issue for New York is that they're not only dealing with newly arrived migrants, they're dealing with folks that have already been in New York City housing and are now being reticketed. So all of these folks already had free housing here in New York, and then they were given eviction notices, essentially, 30 or 60 day notices telling them that they have to re they have to leave their shelter. But because this is a sanctuary city, housing is guaranteed. So if they wait in line, they can reapply and then be rehoused. And what you're seeing is this line, which around the corner and it has been this long all day long you see all those poor gang members pedophiles and terrorists will keep getting privileges on the american taxpayer dime and then when they've served their usefulness you know robbing and killing americans your commie administration will suddenly have the answer to the problem they created digital id and a new slew of laws designed to protect you remember it's all for the greater good it's an allowed invasion. Amateur nation won't care because they don't have any property or goods worth stealing. Except maybe their precious phones and laptops and various piercings. Maybe their Nissan Leaf, a.k.a. their crying studio where they shoot their respect my pronouns videos. But other than that, what do they care? Oh, I'm sure this is completely unrelated, but it looks like... In the big asshole, a gang of illegal aliens, you know, the people just looking for a better life... At the present time and stole merchandise. Apparently, Bloomingdale's now carries bread. Right, AOC? I'm sensing a little sarcasm. America may not be communist, but communism is here. 
If your private fundraising or corporate event needs a professional MC, offstage voice, or comedian, I travel coast to coast and can work corporate clean or anything goes. See testimonials and request a client list by emailing me directly from my website, lusantini.com. My holiday corporate performing season continues through the end of January, but I do performances all year round. And of course, every Thursday is Sneak Peek Thursday with a 60-second video trailer of what's coming this week. How to reach me? Email lou at lusantini.com. Instagram at lou.santini3. Facebook and YouTube at lusantini. And Truth Social at lusantini3. A la carte and three pro things soon, but first, a massage for the ladies. Oh, wait, sorry. A message for the ladies. No, wait, no, sorry. Amateur nation and misogyny. Okay, got it. On topic number three, next. There's been an odd shift in human behavior over the last 15 plus years. A sense of entitlement. A constant need for attention. Ironically coupled with the need to be left alone. A desire to be treated the same as everyone else. Stupidly combined with the mindset of, I'm special, so treat me accordingly. Introducing the book, Amateur Nation. The Decline of Common Sense, Manners, and Social Skills. The second edition. Inside, you'll read the amateur mission statement. The 30 truths about amateurs. The four stages of being an amateur amateur habitats and history social media plus me 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 equals amateur technology and amateur behavior with dozens of real funny photos weird signs and laugh out loud real life accounts and actual conversations vividly showing how us pros are surrounded by amateur nation every day download the expanded second edition of the ebook amateur nation the decline of common sense manners and social skills the second expanded edition available now be a pro go to amazon type amateur The Honor and Remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country, and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777 or Visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all. Back to you, fuckers. All right, now step three. Topic number three. Hit me! I need girl talk. Okay, let's dish. With all the isms and phobias out there, you know, racism, sexism, ageism, prismism, homophobia, fatphobia, transphobia, phobophobia, etc., it's nice to get back to basics with good old misogyny. Not only is it hard to spell, it's hard to define, especially if you're a millennial amateur who has been programmed to memorize buzzwords but isn't off TikTok long enough to look it up. It's a pretty easy definition to remember, hatred or prejudice against women. From Great Men Society on Instagram, here's audio of a man interviewing club-going, sluttily-dressed millennial women on the street, and two women accuse the male interviewer of misogyny. Or at least they think they did. They're both on camera, under boobs hanging out, plenty of front butt, heading out of the town, ready to feel empowered. You just seem very misogynistic, realistically. So what is misogyny? The girl spouting off covers her face from the video camera after she's already been on camera and leans into her friend asking her to look up the meaning of misogyny on her phone. So why are you using words that you don't even know the definition of? No, no, that's not what I meant. I think you are misogynistic. So what does misogynistic mean? Um, Like just so I know what you're calling me. Well, 
waiting. Okay, so the reason I said it is just, again, based on the, the, the. Because you hear it on the internet? Nah, bro, are you stupid? No, 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 no. Did she really just ask the interviewer if he was stupid? Yeah, I'm brainy. He's asked her several times to simply define a word she's throwing around. And be assured, if the interviewer asked the women if they were stupid, or it was a female interviewer and a male interviewee backhandedly called the woman stupid, oh. <laughs> Pros, take heart. When it comes to these type of amateurs... Amateurs usually don't make it. But wait, there's more. Once again, from Great Men Society on Instagram, here we see a man hosting a video podcast with several female guests. I don't know what was said before this audio clip, but listen to this female snowflake guest literally have a brain freeze, lip quivering, eyes watering, runny nose meltdown when asked one very simple question. The other female panelists are rubbing her shoulder to comfort her because she was simply asked a question. It's not sexy, but listen to the dead air on her end. You guys are all just like really misogynistic. How do you define misogyny? Here come the tears. I'm just asking how you define misogyny. Can I go? Um, are you okay? Like, do you want, like, you want to go as in leave? If you, yeah, no, look, if you want to leave, you can leave. I was hoping we could continue having a conversation, but, um, I mean. She literally cries and leaves. Apparently, the word misogyny is amateur nation's kryptonite. Say misogyny three times and amateurs will bail and leave. Okay. From misogyny to androgyny, here comes a rebel. This obvious woman, who claims to be trans, is of course persecuted, oppressed, maligned. Despite the whole planet Earth kowtowing to the transgendered agenda, full of special privileges, special days, weeks, and months of recognition, despite stores restocking trans specialty items, despite trans men being allowed to pummel biological women in most amateur sports and some professional sports, here comes some real maturity. Warning, it's loud and childish. But don't worry, it's not as long as she says it is. I am going to spend the next minute screaming because that is what is going on in here. That is what the trans genocide in this country, in this city, has brought me to.
How many ways are there for me to say, shut the fuck up? A, that screaming thing, it's been done. B, you're not exactly making a case for the transgendered community not being mentally ill. C, funny how being transgender is not your fault. If you hate it so much, make some changes. I know, it's not easy to let go of your identity when your identity is a mentally ill, unskilled, unstable, crazy person with nothing to offer society except pronouns and screaming. D. Genocide, huh? Stats please, ma'am. And by the way, genocide is organized and carefully planned and orchestrated. Proof please, ma'am. You want genocide? Try the Holocaust during World War II, or communism under Stalin, or the vaccine push. Now, go fuck yourself, you fucking child. Amateur nation, all feelings, no facts. Feelings, they're so much easier to control than facts. And easier to explain and turn on and off and post on TikTok. Go feelings. <laughs> You know, sometimes when you've had a full meal, you're still a little bit hungry. And that's why we have a la carte. Here's some nibbles for you. Let's talk climate change hoax. No hell, it ain't gonna be good. Sure it is. Since the year 2000, carbon emissions have gone down in the United States by 10%. Europe, 16%. Other countries down 53%. India, up 155%. China, up 208%. Time to bust out the plastic straws, America. Fire up that gas stove and feed your cows Taco Bell. India, China. How dare you? Yeah, you tell them, Greta. Speaking of the climate change hoax, Breitbart reports that the construction of a major wind energy project previously touted by President Coloring Book as an example of positive bidynamics has been canceled. I wonder if the wind energy project got someone's pronouns wrong. Oh, uh, you, you mean, okay, it was supposed to be built off the shores of New York as a good thing. Well, the only thing that kept it from being finished was inflation, uh, interest rates, and supply chain disruptions. But other than that, a huge success. I know a way to cut corners. You got all those illegals sitting around in New York. Grab a rowboat and get to work. In other climate change hoax news, John, why the long face carry, traveled to Dubai on his private jet to say this. Well, there shouldn't be any more coal-fired power plants permitted anywhere in the world. Did you hear that? No coal-fired power plants anywhere in the world, except China, where they build one coal-fired power plant every two weeks. And finally, farmers in Ireland are being pressured to kill hundreds of thousands of livestock to slow climate change. Funny how amateur nation goes berserk if you eat a steak, but killing animals just to kill them for a hoax, no less. Silence, as always. In more tell us something that we already didn't know but Biden's government covered it up news, the Epstein files claim sex tapes of Bill Clinton, Prince Andrew, and Richard Branson exist. Surprise, motherfucker. Take that, Kardashian sex tapes. We'll never see it because it's beta, not VHS. Time now for three things that are done right. Three pro things. Number one. Remember, 2024 is the year of the Great Resist. From the Atlas Society on Instagram, this audio from Ayn Rand's Atlas Shrugged. See if this sounds like a country you might know. When you see that in order to produce, you need to obtain permission from men who produce nothing. 
When you see that money is flowing to those who deal, not in goods, but in favors. When you see that men get richer by graft and by pull than by work, and your lots don't protect you against them, but protect them against you. And when you see corruption being rewarded and honesty becoming a self-sacrifice, you may know that your society is doomed. Number two. If that's not enough, here's 1984 author George Orwell laying it down. Something like 1984 could actually happen. This is the direction the world is going in at the present time. In our world, there will be no emotions except fear, rage, triumph and self-abasement. The sex instinct will be eradicated. We shall abolish the orgasm. There will be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. But always there will be the intoxication of power. Always, at every moment, there will be the thrill of victory, the sensation of trampling on an enemy who is helpless. If you want a picture of the future, imagine a boot stamping on a human face. The moral to be drawn from this dangerous nightmare situation is a simple one. Don't let it happen. It depends on you. And number three. Okay, let's lighten the hell up. I still say Ricky Gervais's dropping the hammer on the Hollywood elite at the Golden Globes in 2020 was the greatest moment in live TV history. What is it about the Golden Globes that now makes comedians want to trash the room? Oh right, the ignoring of entitlement, the woke crap, the virtue signaling crap, the denial of pedophilia for starters. Well, it's 2023 and here comes clean comedian Jim Gaffigan with his jab. I can't even believe I'm in the entertainment industry. I can't. I, you know, it's so unlikely. I'm from a small town in Indiana. I'm not a pedophile. You know, I just, I don't know if that's a new category here, but. Don't forget, 2024 is the year of the great resist. Speak up, pros. At least once a day, say or do one thing to make your voice heard in some way. Don't tolerate amateurs and their America last destructive behavior. Please leave a review of this podcast and copy and paste the link from wherever you listen and just text it to a fellow pro or an amateur who is doing life wrong. Find all my social media links and my email on my main website, lusantini.com. Watch me make fun of Amateur Nation and catch my dry bar comedy special, Amateur Nation. Drybarcomedy.com slash L-O-U-S. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement. Remember, amateurs, we see you. You're not at home. Don't do life wrong. Go pro. Don't be an amateur. For Amateur Nation, I'm Lou Santini, and this has been a big major production. Name me a single objective we've ever set out to accomplish that we failed on. Name me one. Hi, pros. Lou Santini here, host of Amateur Nation. My dry bar comedy special, Amateur Nation, is now available. And just like this show, if you're allergic to a lack of common sense in today's world, and you like your comedy delivered with uncompromising, tell-it-like-it-is bite, 
Then check out my half-hour comedy special, Amateur Nation. Go to drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S. This is my way of saying thank you to the pros who listen to this show every week. Drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast. It's a movement.